following program is a production of Janesville Community Radio, Inc. You are tuned into programming from the worldwide headquarters of the most unlikely and extraordinary podcast ever broadcast from Janesville, Wisconsin. Due to contractual stipulations and to provide immunity to our corporation, donors, volunteers, and friends from any notions of liability, responsibility, or culpability, we now inform you that the sentiments and opinions which may be expressed on our program are not necessarily those of Janesville Community Radio, Inc., its collaborators, or its underwriters. Using reason and logic, we know our discerning listeners understand the program you are about to hear may not always be appropriate and may contain desperate points of views as well as elegant rhetoric, adult content, current events, sensitive topics, and artful imagination. Due to the nature of its content, our program should be heard by attentive audiences now and until the end of time. Holy cow, did you guys hear that disclaimer? Yeah, it's kind of disturbing. I just said a bunch of big words I'm not familiar with. Andy, how's it going? Good, man. We have a guest coming. Uh, he's calling in. We thought we could Skype in a certain way, and it didn't work out, so he's going to have to call, unfortunately. All right, he's going to call. And if anybody's familiar with... Uh, what? What? Do we need that mic by the thing? Or yeah, right? because it's, he's going to come through the speaker. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Um, unfortunately, it's going to be a slight delay when we talk to him, but it'll still be cool. It used to be on Skype you could have a three-way call, and we've done this before with guests where he's having Skype in while we're talking with blog talk, and it works out perfect, but apparently today yeah. it's not working. We adapt. We adapt to the change. That's right. This is uh, Janesville Community Radio, Old my Podcast. I'm here with Andy. And, and Chad Sheridan. <laughs> and it's our third studio. Oh, welcome aboard. Here at the beautiful My Office Janesville. Beautiful Janesville. Downtown James. I'm distracted because we tried really hard to get the Skype thing to work and disappointed at the same time. But, uh, we also uh, are joined by Daddy Keith, star of the Daddy O's Lunch Bucket Tuesdays, 3 to 5, sometimes. Sometimes earlier. I didn't realize you guys were doing a show here. I was I, I got a little too drunk for Fish Fry Night, and I was uh, thinking maybe I'd just like sleep over here. And you guys are here. You guys are doing your shows. It's understandable. Unfold the futon. <laughs> kick back. Sure, it happens. Oh, man. But uh, who do we got coming up here as a guest, Andy? Oh, dude, we got um, from the professional wrestling world, we have uh, the Juggernaut, a.k.a. Backwoods Brown. All right. It's going to be a good time. So he'll he'll be calling in here shortly. I think he's on the line right now. So should we go ahead? Now, last time we did a show late like this, it ended with some really strange phone calls. So we'll see if it ends that way. It did. Good. We don't know. All right, let's Could get crazy. All right, let's see. I think he's on the line. All right, can we hear you now? Hey, what's going on, guys? There he is. Oh, oh man. Sorry about all that, that mess. Technical oh, difficulties. Hey, it's cool. No worries. The only bad Every part time about... you go get a beer. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the only bad part about doing it on the phone like this, there's a slight delay between when we talk and you talk. But uh, thanks thanks again for joining us. This is, this is awesome. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, so uh, I was just kind of—I kind of gave you an introduction, but uh, um, I guess uh, I don't know. Can we use your shoot name, or I just told everybody yeah. uh, the Juggernaut, aka Backwoods Brown. Yeah, for sure, man. We can use that. We can use the shoot name. We can use my drug dealer name. Whatever <laughs> name you guys want to use. Now, for, for the non-wrestling fans, you guys should explain what the shoot name means. Oh, the shoot name is your. Uh, is not your character name or your gimmick name, but uh, 
your actual real name on your driver's license. Oh, okay. All right, gotcha. <laughs> like Bob, Daddy O's shoot name is Bob. Right, right. <laughs> your shoot name is Chad. That's true. That's true. Everybody has a shoot name. All right. So we have uh, Khalid Chapman, a.k.a. Backwoods Brown, a.k.a. The Juggernaut now, right? Yes, sir. That is correct. And you currently wrestle for Premier Pro Wrestling in Woodstock. Mm-hmm. But uh, where else do you wrestle? Oh, uh, see. Right now, I'm only wrestling at Premier, but where have I wrestled? Um, I've wrestled for Vanguard, uh, Vanguard Pro Wrestling. I've wrestled for Fire Pro Pro Wrestling, uh, Windy City. Uh, I've wrestled for a couple feds like in uh, Peoria and Decatur. Uh, wrestled for SSW in Wisconsin. I've been a little here, a little there, a little something everywhere. So when did you actually, because I met you like, what, maybe like two years ago? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. But like, when did you actually start wrestling? Oh man, God, I, I broke in maybe what, eight, nine years ago, somewhere around there. Yeah, because I was going to say, because uh, I feel like I've probably known you for, like, it feels like maybe, like, six or seven years, but I know it's not, not been that long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things, man, where you've been working long enough, you see you see, you see, you see me guys, and you're like, man, it seems like I've known that dude for about eight fucking years, but then you're like, I only met him three months ago. Yeah, right? Crazy. It is. It's part, of, it's part of that whole wrestler circle thing. What uh, how what made you want to get into wrestling? Were you a big fan of wrestling when you were a kid? Was there something in particular that oh. you're like, oh man, I wouldn't mind doing that? Absolutely, man. Wrestling used to be the big event on the weekends in my house. You know, my dad, my mom, and my brothers would all get together and watch, you know, Saturday night main event, and you know, watch yeah. stuff on the Superstation, man. And I just I fell in love with it because for me it was like you know, comic book heroes come to life. Everybody was so big and so much character and personality and you know just larger than life and I was like I need to do that I need to need to be a part of that so at four I started jumping off the arm of the couch and dropping elbows on whoever was laying on the floor now uh now Backwoods is a big uh Comic-Con fan and we were at we were at Chicago Comic-Con and he was there now, did you uh, did you meet any? There's a lot of wrestlers at Comic Con. Did you meet any of those guys? Um, I have in the past, but but not this year. Oh, you know what? Actually, I did. Now, the wife and I met Foley because she she likes Foley, so that was uh, that was cool. And but um, I you know ran into guys before there. You know, a couple years ago I met Kevin Nash. It was right around the time that WWE had put out that uh, Greatest Stars of the '90 box set. And I took it up there to him, and I was like, oh, you know, would you sign it for me? And he was like, oh, oh I'm not on this fucking DVD. I'm not going to sign I was like, dude, you're on the DVD, man. He was like, oh, shit, I'm not on this DVD. So he flips it open, and on the inside page, the first thing he sees is Diesel. So he's like, oh, shit, I am on there. So he signs the shoot name, then he signs Diesel right under it. And he was really, he was really cool about it. 
He seems pretty cool. I, I just mixed him up with Razor Ramon for a minute. I was going to ask if he was on drugs, but I'm assuming Kevin Nash was not on drugs. <laughs> no, he, he wasn't, but Sean Waltman was loaded off his ass that weekend. I had to help him find his table like three times. That was that was that was pretty. It was pretty funny. It was, and I'm like, you don't remember where your table is, but you remember seeing my big black ass for three days. And every time, (laughs) hey man, can you help me find my table, dude? Yeah, come on, it's it's right around this way. Now, have you ever gone to WrestleMania at all? I have, man. I've I've been lucky enough to go to. Six WrestleManias. Oh wow! Six of them. Yeah, that used to be uh, my yearly, my yearly vacation before I bought a house. <laughs> oh, nice! Holy yeah, cow! Which, which cool. The last one I went to was twenty-five in Texas, so I got to see Taker and uh, Michaels one live for the first time. Did you have good seats? Oh yeah, we were we were on the floor. I, dude, I, when it came to WrestleMania, I was a mark man. I been like three, four hundred bucks on floor seats. I'd like to go once, like before, you know, just to say I did it, like bucket list type deal. I, 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 and that's how I feel about it, man. Like anybody that's like a, a fan of wrestling, there, like that's like on the wrestling bucket list. You need to do it at least once to have that experience. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Andy, you've never gone, have you? Um, no, I've never been to a WrestleMania. But I was at, I guess when I was younger, the first event that they ever had in the United Center in Chicago when they first built it was uh, SummerSlam, I want to say 89. Well, go ahead, you say it. That's when they had the uh, the two Undertaker versus Undertaker. Oh, okay, sure. Big deal. Oh, no, no, uh, yeah, SummerSlam 94, yeah, at the United Center. I think they had some, uh, I think they had some... Brett versus Owen, maybe or something like that. Yeah, Brett, Brett and Owen in the steel cage. Yeah, and that that was quite the experience. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I can remember that. That was pretty cool. I remember. Yeah, as, yeah. I remember we ended up. Uh, you know, I think we snuck behind the scenes a little bit. Really? Like we took some chances at that one, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Just like that one dude that we had on the show, the guy with the just for men. He was talking yeah, about sneaking behind the stage and everything. <laughs> Grecian formula beard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd, uh, I wouldn't mind going to a WrestleMania, but uh, it's so expensive. You said you spent a couple hundred bucks for seats? For floor seats, but do, do you, you know what, man? The, we went to the one in Detroit a couple of years ago, and I got tickets for like 60 bucks. And, you know, in those buildings, it's, they're so big, man. You're going to see. It's just all about more so. More so the experience. You know, because I, I went to the last match Hogan had for WWE where he wrestled Orton at SummerSlam. I, you know, I flew out to Boston. They made a weekend out of it because I'm a Red Sox fan, so I got to see my Red Sox. But uh, I went, man, those events, you can you can, you can can find $40, $40 tickets. They're nosebleeds, though, aren't they? But it, all, it all depends on the building because, yeah. you know, when I in Detroit, yeah, I was I was in the nosebleeds, and guys would take a bump in the ring, and I'd hear it like eight seconds later. <laughs> but yeah, um, in Boston, it wasn't bad. I went to a UFC fight in at the United Center. We've talked about this before, but I was in the nosebleeds, yeah. and I couldn't hear anything. That's how far away I was. So it was like it was like watching a UFC fight on mute, but like sitting way back. 
But I mean, it had to be a cool experience, though. That's because that's something on my bucket list. Uh, it wasn't that cool. But if you do go, I would I would suggest spending a little more to get up closer because then I went and I sat in a suite that was pretty awesome and it was close enough I could hear it and everything and then it was really awesome. Now, now I'm I'm definitely gonna have to uh, make that happen because you know I've, a couple times they've come here man it was always I always had something else going on like I was booked or I had uh, you know prior obligations and I just couldn't make it. Yeah. Now, uh, have you met many wrestlers other than Kevin Nash? I mean, like you run into Hogan or anything? Or? Um, let's see. I uh, met Flair. He was really cool. Uh, Bret Hart. He was a dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was, dude. He was all man. The, 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 the sad part about it was they like totally crushed my childhood, dude. Because I was a Bret Hart kid growing up. Bret was my guy, and I meet him, and he was piece of shit and I was like dude you just made my childhood suck a little bit when uh when I met uh Bret Hart uh, when I was a teenager uh this is before I even started thinking before I started wrestling obviously but um I was I don't know if it was like you know just meeting him for the first time if I was like nervous or whatever but I told him that uh that he was my biggest fan <laughs> and then I realized what I'd said, and uh, I just I just stuck with that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, you got to commit to it at that point. You just can't you can't flip the switch. Then Andy got embarrassed, signed an autograph for Brett. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> Brett, my number one fan. <laughs> now, Daddy O, did you ever watch wrestling at all in your life? Are you a wrestling uh, guy? 1974 uh-huh. in Waynesville, Missouri, uh, a wrestling extravaganza. I think that might have been uh, uh, Nature Boy's uh, rookie year. Yeah, yeah, oh, well. then, yeah. yeah. Didn't even know it. And here I think he, he was wrestling uh, some obscure event um, down in Waynesville, Missouri, 1974. Huh, cool. Back oh, before wrestling was cool. Yeah. Well, nice. down back then, down there, it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I think it was huge. <laughs> back then, yeah. I got to step out for one second. I'll be back. All right. So what's up, man? Tell everybody, uh, like, like obviously I know all about you, but nobody else does. But you're a big dude, man. How, what do you officially weigh in at now? Um, right now, they they bill me at 400, dude, but I'm, 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 I'm clocking in at like 382. See, yeah, and that's like, uh, that's like shoot big, like, because uh, I've wrestled you a few times, and like, I wrestled a lot of the bigger dudes, and uh, I actually enjoyed working you, but uh, I've been getting crushed lately, I don't know about you. <laughs> Dude, I've been, I've been, last like three weeks, man, I've been hurting big time. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man, like... For 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 some reason, man, you work a lot of bigger guys, dude, and they're like, "Well, I'm just do my thing and you know take advantage of them." And they want to work like a big man, as, as as opposed to me, you know, I just want to go out there and work, dude. I you know I, I like to I like to sell, man. I you know I like to try to suck the crowd in and and make the guys look good. I don't want to just be a stereotypical, you know, lumbering around. You know, I'm the big guy, so 
I'm not going to fall, this, that, and the other. I like to bump. I like to get guys over and, and tell a good story. I get shit for it a lot, but. Yeah, I remember we had a hell of a match. It was great. We did. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't just, uh, you know, drill right through me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's the problem, man. A lot of big guys, dude, they just want to, well, I'm just run through this guy. Why? Yeah. Why do you, why are you going to do that? That's not pro wrestling. I remember I was selling, you were selling. It was crazy. I, uh. I remember uh, it was it was nonstop back and forth. It was awesome. Now, what's your uh, what's your favorite move? Because I think it's that double handed chop, which I which I never want to take. <laughs> oh man, my, my favorite move. I, you know, I, I I am partial to chops, but uh, deep in. The mark I am, dude, I love uh, elbow to the top of the head because Dusty Rhodes is one of my idols. Nice. You know, I, I bite off Dusty so much. You know, uh, that's funny you should say that Dusty Rhodes is your idol and that Daddy would bring up Ric Flair because I was watching a show called Rivalries and they, they brought up uh, Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair and I was watching Dusty Rhodes and I'm like, for a big dude, he moves so good, and then he also, that elbow, i never seen anybody do an elbow like he does. He really commits, <laughs> oh, yeah, he puts everything behind it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. Dusty, you know, to be the size he was, man, Dusty was, you know, back in the day, you know, if, if you were the one of the top guys, you're you're expected to, to Broadway if you were main event. And for, you know, the non-wrestling fans, you know, when you Broadway, that's going time limit. And most of the time, that was 60 minutes, so for a guy his size, he was out there going 60 minutes with, you know, Jerry and Jack Briscoe, Harley Race, Flair, uh, depending upon what territory he was in, you know, Bobo Brazil, uh, going to New York, and, you know, superstar Billy Graham, they had a, a great rivalry. Yeah, not just that, not just his wrestling skills, but when he was on the mic, too, it was huge. And he's one of the few people I've ever seen that can just randomly call anybody daddy, and it doesn't sound like, you know, suspect or anything, but it just sounds cool. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Daddy. What I'm gonna do? I'm like, that's impressive. You know, I wish I wish I could do that. He also he was such a unique character that, uh, you know, if anybody else tried to talk like that, they'd sound ridiculous. But for some reason, this big curly-haired albino-looking dude talks like that, and it sounds right. It seems like it fits him. Yeah, that's man. right, Daddy. That's right, Daddy. <laughs> that's right. Huh? 365 pounds of blue-eyed soul, uh, Thomas' son from Texas. <laughs> I mean, I, I, love, I love Dusty, dude. I, um, he's always been one of my favorites, and you know, for because I was, you know, I was a bigger, a bigger kid growing up. Dusty was the guy that, like, I looked to, like, man, if he can go out there and and do all that stuff, hell, I can go out there and do it. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah. Now, do you watch like the current WWE product or no? Um, I try to. <laughs> I, I I really I really do. Um, a lot of times I I have to fast forward through most of it. So, you know, my biggest thing, dude, you got a three-hour TV program, and I see some guys four or five seconds throughout the show, and it's like that's that's too much, man. I don't I don't need to see one guy in the opening segment. Then I got him in three backstage segments, then another in-ring interview segment, and then he's working the main event. That's that's overkill. Yeah. 
Yeah, I have a hard time watching uh, watching any wrestling anymore that uh, that I'm not in, mostly because of the punching. But um, <laughs> we've had that, we've had that conversation. Yeah, but I'm like I'm more a fan of like uh, '80s wrestling. I'll watch like old oh, stuff on YouTube and stuff like that. But uh, absolutely, I have a hard time watching the new stuff. The funniest thing though I saw was the um I don't know if you saw that um Damian Sandow gimmick where he's oh, like what is doing with the Miz? and he and yes and I'm not really if I don't really care for Miz that much but Sandow's <laughs> outside the ring selling all the moves <laughs> as if he's taking them and like I saw that for the first time at like whatever the last pay-per-view thing was um oh, yeah, where he worked uh, Sheamus, right yeah, yeah. Happened to be watching that, and like, I was in tears laughing the whole time. Start yeah, it, to it finish. Was fucking hilarious. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's hands down the best thing they got going on right now. And, and the problem is they, they, you know, you, you get a bright spot like that with a guy, they won't do anything with it, man. They, they won't do anything with it. it I, I, I can't tell you the last time I watched SmackDown because it's that's just dribble. Raw is dribble, but SmackDown is super dribble. The only thing of theirs that's current that I really watch is that NXT. Hmm. Because those guys are out there. you got a bunch of young, hungry guys out there working hard, and they don't have as many restrictions as the guys on the main roster. So, it's, it, you know, you get competitive matches, and they're entertaining. Yeah, I've watched a little bit of the NXT. Not too much, but i watched a little bit of it here and there. And uh, I thought that, what is the... Vaudevillians or something, whatever oh, called yeah. Vaudevillians. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's something different, you know. I it is. It's, some, it's something different. It's not the everybody trying to do the same. And that and that's the problem with indie wrestling, dude. Nobody, guys don't have characters or personalities anymore. Everybody's Joe Blow wrestler with kick pads. You know, they're buck 45 soaking wet. And they, you know, think they should be doing triple moonsault going over on everybody. Not but they want to spot out. 25 minutes of a match. Now, just to be fair, though, I do weigh 235. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're 235. You're not, you're not that 145, man. <laughs> if, if you watch the current WWE, there is a guy named Dean Ambrose who is hes going to be red hot, which means they should shelve him pretty soon. So. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And, and I'm surprised they, they've done what they've done with him now, because I remember a couple of years ago, um, working at a place, and he was working there as well, and you could uh, you could see that he had, you know, a little something, you know, I never thought he would get to where he is now, but I knew he would make a name for himself. Him and that uh, that Marty Jannetty guy with the two-color hair, um, <laughs> he's... he's a, He's awesome, and they they both actually sell it. Like like their stuff will happen, and be like, oh, I think they might really be hurt. <laughs> and then it's, it's, there's not a lot of guys that you do that anymore when you're watching it. And you're like, oh wow, yeah, wow, you just you know, yeah, because they bounce back right with these guys. Call oh, that Marty Jannetty guy. That just made my night. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's his real name? Uh, uh, what's what's his New York name? Uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah, Seth Rollins. That's a New York name. Yeah, I was just gonna say multicolored hair, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but that 
dude, he, actually, I didn't like him at first, but the more I watch, the more I'm like, he's good, too. Is he growing on you? He sells Over. everything, and he really gets into his character. Because a lot of them, you can tell, they won't commit to their character because, I don't know if they want to look cool or what, but... Yeah, um, they're both like they just both commit and they're both over the top. Like when they're hitting each other with hot dogs and stuff, and you know, and like with stuff that shouldn't hurt, it looks like it just devastates them. You know, it's like classic wrestling. But yeah, but yeah, I like both guys. Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins isn't a he's not a he's not a, a bad guy either. You know, he's he's a pretty cool level level headed guy. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, that's worth watching, but uh, otherwise, it's like the rest of it. I could, I pretty much, I'll record it and then I'll just fast, pretty much fast forward through the vast majority oh, of it. And then, oh God, you have to. Triple H again. <laughs> you have to. You you absolutely you absolutely have to. Uh, but the problem is, man, that's that's the one show in town. I don't care what anybody says. Okay, you got TNA. Uh, okay, but WWE is the only show in town. Oh, dude, and if you've ever gone to, like, uh, I went to this, like, I guess it was SmackDown taping, like, maybe a year or so ago. The amount of production they put into that, just behind the scenes, and, like, exactly, that's what I was saying. We, Our producer's not paying attention to phone over Five or six <laughs> semis just loaded with equipment, bunch of road dogs with eye patches on, <laughs> running through, feeding wires. and Some guy looks like Stan Lee with an eye patch. Stan Lee with an eye patch. That's great. Now, have you ever wrestled in a JWA show? Have I seen you there at all? No, man. I'm I'm, I'm waiting on I'm waiting on the, the call to to get invited. Yeah, we're working on it. Hey, man, if you guys get it up and running, you you let me know because uh, I I would love to work for JWA. How would you like to be the champion? <laughs> <laughs> we can make that up. <laughs> You know what? Let me let me buy the New York line. If that's what that's for business, I'm all for it, man. I tell you, man, um, crowd would love you, like down here. Like uh, he's very likable. Yeah. Totally get behind him. Aww. Works the people the so whole time. Sweet. Great. <laughs> One of the only very few that I see actually work the crowds. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh man! Sometimes it is so brutal, and you just you just hear them. You hear you'll just hear that crowd after certain matches. They'll be hot, and you're like, oh, oh, this just gets progressively worse. And you're like, dude, how do you guys not work the crowd? I mean, that's who you're performing for. Yeah, you have some huge fists. I'm just looking at a picture of you. Your fists are enormous. That's what I'm saying. Imagine taking a chop. <laughs> To the chest, full full on that paw to your chest, and then times that by two at the same time. <laughs> yeah, you got like, look like you have one of those foam hands on, but it's your actual hand. I don't want to take that. No, 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 this is my this is my big ass hand, man. I've had guys tell me I'm not allowed to chop them, so. <laughs> I've seen you give that to guys, dude. Oh, it hurts just watching. Look at those. Whoa. <laughs> you want one of those meats coming at you? Holy smokes. <laughs> Look at those meat hooks. <laughs> what 
What's the tattoo you uh, have on your arm? Or both of um, them? Let's see. I've got, I have nine of them. Um, the biggest one that's most, most visible, the one on this, one that's on the inside of my forearm, it's actually my kiss tattoo. It says, God gave rock and roll to you and put it in the soul of everyone. Because I, sir, am a proud member of the Kiss Army, and I'm a huge Kiss mark. I saw Kiss one time. Now, I was never a huge Kiss fan, but I got a call from my brother, and he's like, we got tickets to go see Kiss tonight. You want to go? And I'm like, are they going to be in makeup? He's like, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, what the heck? I'll say I did it. So I went, and by the time I left there, I'm like, wow, that was a good show. It was so entertaining, and it was awesome. Yeah. I might even go again. they put on they put on a, a really really great stage show. Um, I've seen them six. I've seen them six times. I was saw the original four, and then I've seen um, the new lineup, and I love them. And those I took my fourteen year old cousin a couple of years ago. That was his first concert at the time. I took my wife, and she was like, oh, I don't want to see Kiss, but I had a she had a great time. You know, you go to a kiss show, you, you, you really do. You really do have fun. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. Uh, do you have any of their merch? Because I watched a show with Gene Simmons. It was like one of those, like, uh, toy hunter type shows. And he was having the guy go around and find, he has a room full of kiss merchandise at his house, like like all the collectibles and stuff. And he made, like, the toy hunter guy go out and he said, find me. Kiss stuff that I don't have that that I need for yeah, my collection. Yeah, I, I saw that one. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I did too. I saw that one. I, I have some, you know, I have a few, you know, select select items here or there, you know, because um, it was, you know, for me it was it was always weird being that one that black kid in the inner city riding around in the hood with my windows down, listening to Kiss, wearing flip flops <laughs> and an ACDC T-shirt. <laughs> so, uh, so um, you know, I, I I would try try my hardest to find that type of stuff, but um, I, I have a a few a few pieces for my uh, for my collection. You and Andy were like like polar opposites because he was the white guy going around the white neighborhood playing like Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> We'd make a good team. That's all I'm saying. We, we would. I'm just saying. I, you know, I second that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we, I was, man. I was, you know, the kid listening to Garth Brooks and, you know, country music and, you know, listening to my classic rock. And everybody's like, wow, what the hell's wrong with you? Well, I'm, I'm pretty normal. Uh, I like comic books. I like the rock. And I like to have a good time, and I like to drink beer. Nice. I like this guy. Now, did did you go to Comic Con? Did you say? Yeah, he did, and he was gonna go the day that we went. That's right. Yeah. But he didn't know we were going, and we missed him. So, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm, I was like, I don't have anybody going, so I'm not gonna go by myself. You you I'm might have to come with us. Yeah. You might have to come with us to the Madison one. Yeah, dude. Now, I remember you telling me about that, and then I've been looking on the website. Yeah, I I, I want to go because the the one thing that I'm so this is where my inner geek really comes out is, you know, the last Doctor Who has been at the last couple of cons, and every time I've gone, the tickets have been sold out to meet that guy. I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. 
So if I could, you know, get to meet the doctor, that would that would make me a very happy boy. You know what I did at the Chicago one was I got William Shatner's autograph, and even though I knew he was scheduled for the Madison one, but for that reason, because I was like, I don't know if he'll make it to the Madison one. I can't take any chances. Yeah, because you don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't. And, and that's how I was with, with Stan Lee. Like, that was always on my bucket list to meet Stan Lee. And for years, you know, I kept missing out on him. And my wife kept saying, oh, he's going to die before you get to meet him. He's going to die. And I'm like, stop saying this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Better not die or I'm going to blame you. He was like 92 so years Yeah. He, and he was really nice. You know, he didn't, he shaved his mustache off, but I was, so I was a little bothered by that. And they're like, don't touch Stan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you kidding me with those big old hooks you got on your, your big old meat hooks. You probably like smash them on accident. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, don't touch That was the first thing they tell you. They, don't touch Stan. You know the uh, oh at the the Madison one. I'm pretty excited because uh, Norm from Cheers is going to be there. Oh yeah, yeah. Norm from Cheers. I got to get a picture with him. I don't think there's a choice there, but yeah, yeah Norm, no, um, Norm, and then uh, Jay from Jay and Silent Bob is going to be there. Jason Mewes, oh dude, like I'm a huge Kevin. <laughs> dude, I'm the nerdiest black dude around. I'm a huge this <laughs> man. So like. You know, I'm all about Jay and Silent Bob and Jason Mewes and you know, Kevin Smith is, you know, my fat man god. Um so yeah, dude, I'd be I'd be down to 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 roll with the posse if you know, if I'm welcome. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh for sure, man. I, uh you said you're a Doctor Who fan too? Oh oh yeah, dude. I I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. I gotta watch that. I've never watched it, but I know so many people that like it a lot. You know, Bob's looking at me like I'm crazy. You like Doctor Who too? God, there's been like 15 Doctor Who's. He's been on for like 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta check it out. I'll just check out the new one. I'm not gonna start go back to like yeah. another keep it on it, but like PBS. But. Yeah, I I started because my mom's a huge BBC and Doctor Who fan because you know that's the hair my mom grew up in. And just, I was like, oh, I'm not gonna watch this crap. I'm not gonna watch this crap. And then one day I was like, all right, let me just see what the big, you know, craze is about Doctor Who. And uh, I watched it on Netflix. And I started from the 2005 revamp. And that was what my summer consisted of. I watched all seven seasons of Doctor Who <laughs> in a period of like, <laughs> like four weeks. I'm going to have to check that out. I, so you said it's all on Netflix, huh? Yeah. Yep. They have uh, the last the last seven seasons on uh Netflix, and uh, you know, I, 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 and you know, everybody that watches Doctor Who, they have the, their doctor, as they like to say, who's their favorite doctor, and and my wife thinks I'm crazy. She's like, this is the stupidest shit ever. I don't know, I, I don't know how you're watching this. This is so cheesy. This is so lame. And then she sits there seeing me crying at an episode. She's like, what's wrong with you? How are you getting sucked into this crap? Oh, like, don't bad mouth the doctor. So I take it she doesn't share your love of all things geek. Not, not all things, some things, some things. I, you know, she um, she watch she watch the movies. And she'll you know she'll go to Comic Con. What uh, which which movies did she like? Is there any of them that she uh, watched where she's like, oh, that's cool? Um, for the most part, all of them. She likes the 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 X Men movies. Um, all the Iron Man, you know, all the Marvel, all the Marvel movies, Thor is her favorite, surprisingly. Um, for the most part, she's, 
She's like she's like she's like all of them, and she doesn't enjoy watching them sometimes. With me, because I'll sit there and I'm like, oh, this is crap. Yeah. Because the fanboy will come out and I'll get nitpicky about stuff. Now, does now at my house, my wife tolerates the the geek movies, the comic book movies, pretty good, and we watch a lot of them. And then every once in a while, she wants to watch a movie like that she likes, and it's almost painful for me to sit there and I'm like, <laughs> oh look, Matthew McConaughey is cooking without a shirt on again. <laughs> I only watch it so much, but do you go through that too, where you got to sit down and watch her movies every you know once in a while and you pretend like they're good? She'll she'll pick out her movies here and there. For the most part, they haven't. No, they're not bad. You know, we have a, a pretty, you know, we like a lot of the same stuff. And I'm a big movie fan. I watch watch a lot of movies, so I'm pretty I'm pretty open to them. Um, yeah. Like I've introduced her to stuff. Like uh, one of, <laughs> I tell people this all the time. Um, one of my all time favorite movies is Brokeback Mountain, and uh, I, I I ball like a baby at the end of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see it, man, and I and I can say it, and I can say it with with pride and honor, because for you know, for me, I'm one of those people. I get I get so sucked into the movie, like I I, I need to see everything. It's got to be perfect cinematography, the lighting's got to be great. You know, I'm all about the dialogue, everything. So if it's if it's a, a good film, I'm all I'm all I'm all for it. Hmm. Did you just say something about getting sucked into Brokeback Mountain? Did I hear that right? I yep. I, they they <laughs> so sucked me in and they sucked me in hard. I no, I'm I'm a crier at movies too, and I try not to watch a lot of movies that I'm going to cry at because I just I don't like doing it on purpose. But uh, when I saw um, Saving Private Ryan in the theater, I, I started tearing up at that. That was tough. Or uh, you know what? I really got me was that uh, the Green Mile. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't watch that. I watched that once, and I'm like, I'm not going to watch that again. I mean, I teared up at uh, Winter Soldier. So, I mean... <laughs> that's a Captain America movie. That was, <laughs> I mean, I mean that, that was his friend, you know? I really hit home for me, but I don't know about you guys. And I was like... Captain I was like, look, honey, I saw Winter Soldier for you. Tonight's going to be Guardians. Okay. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> uh, I'm really making this. I made a sacrifice to the Captain America shit. I'm sitting here my eyes out. We're going to watch the Battle of the Sea. I'm a snap. Yeah, that's. I mean, are you excited about all the new uh, um, Marvel Universe films coming out? The timeline? Absolutely, absolutely. Marvel had that uh, that event at the El Capitan a couple Tuesdays ago. I was I was so excited. I was like, "What are they going to announce? What are they going to announce?" I'm sitting there, freaking foaming at the mouth, getting a chubby in my pants because I'm like, "I need to know what's coming out." Yeah. I just watched that new episode. Did you? Yeah, I just yeah. now watched it. Yeah. Nice. I like the X Men. Yeah. I like the I like the Wolverine movies too. I, I like X One and I like X Two, and I like 
I like uh, Wolverine. I didn't like Wolverine Origins. I saw the movie three times in theaters, and every time I walked away better. I was like, really? Yeah, I just, oh, man, this guy's like, this fucking movie. Every time, dude, I just got progressively angry. But I, I did like um, Days of Future Past. So one issue I had with Days of Future Past, I thought that ending was so anticlimactic. I was, you build to this really huge point, and, you know, most of the time in those movies you have, you know, some huge epic battle or, you know, this big, huge epic come to Jesus thing. Phone and it kind of just it, it fell flat. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. For sure. Oh, so you... You, you, so you guys felt the same way? Yeah, a little bit. And, and and the whole time I was all for it. I was like, man, this is this is a good movie, man. I was like, I'm I'm really I'm really digging it. And then it got to that finale, and I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> we uh, we have a phone call here. Should we see who it is? Should we take a phone live call? Now this has been kind of iffy whether this works or not. Yeah, this could be sketch. So this is not set up, but we'll see what uh, what's going on. Caller, you are on the air. Hello, you How are you guys doing? It's Jay Knight. <laughs> you guys up in Wisconsin? What's up, hey, I like that. I like that White Castle's up in Wisconsin. Hey, you got you guys like autism? I like <laughs> autism. If I had to vote, I'd vote for no autism. <laughs> Is that is that is that that backwoods Browns? You guys got that? You guys got that backwoods Browns? Yeah, yeah, he's on. You're, you're For those that back. don't know, I just spit water all over the studio. <laughs> you guys want to guess what J is short for? J. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and let him know? Back backwoods Browns. You you have watched that Shark Week? Yeah, yeah. It's on. It's on the TV about twice a year. They do the Shark Week. It's TV shows about sharks. Oh, really? That's what Shark Week's about. What's a pod? What's a podcast anyway? That's what you got to ask yourself. You guys remember that? You guys remember that Stevie Ray? Sure. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, Harlem Heat. Yeah, I, I try. I try to style myself after Stevie Ray. He's quite the athlete. Quite the quite Stevie the Ray Vaughn. Nah, Stevie Ray Booker T. You know, not Booker T. Oh, though. I thought you were talking about Stevie Ray Vaughn. Booker T's always flipping and flying and selling and charisma. I just like Stevie Ray. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. 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 All right. I got to get down now. I got to go donate my time down at the church. You walk. <laughs> all, right, all right, player. You, you, you walk with Jesus. Open, you walk with Jesus. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, I thought it was fucking talking about Stevie Ray Vaughan. I was like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? <laughs> wow. PPW's Big J Knight, I guess, calling in. What the? Was that him? Crazy. I don't, I don't know. That's crazy, man. It was crazy. I thought he was going to tell us what the J stood for. They just started fucking talking about shark feet. <laughs> he never did actually say what the J stood for, did he? No. no. Crazy, crazy. Hanging like that. Oh, anyway, right. 
Back to the uh, Marvel Universe. So uh, I'm kind of excited to see Ant-Man. I don't know about y'all. I too. I think that'll be kind of cool. We got to wait till May too. 6, 2016, though. No, 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 no. We get, we get Ant-Man next summer. Oh, is it sooner? Maybe I'm looking yeah, at a different Ant- timeline here. Yeah, we get Ant-Man July, uh, July 17th, 2015. Oh, sweet. So, yeah, we get two we get two Marvel movies next summer. Yeah, I had to reboot my timeline here. It's giving me false information, but that's the internet for you. That's what it's, it's all. Maybe it's full of charlatans and liars. That's true. And pornography. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but um, there's supposed to be a new Avengers movie coming out too, isn't there? It's got to be right around the corner. Oh. oh yeah, that son of a gun looks delicious. Yeah, what are your guys' thoughts on that Kim Kardashian picture that just came out? Those two pictures. <laughs> God bless her. Did you see this God video? Bless her. And I know this is an audio medium, but did you see this video yeah. of the Kim Kardashian coffee machine? <laughs> yeah, I did see that. I saw oh. it, yeah. Ready? Here we go. Oh, Ready? wow. Up our coffee. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. It's not bad, huh? Yeah, YouTube that. That's hilarious. Yeah, look up Kim Kardashian coffee machine. I saw, I saw that same photo, but as Homer Simpson's face. I saw that too, yeah. That was pretty funny. Um, I also saw it as a Google logo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was pretty creative too. Hey, I, man, saw I, I, I saw the pictures and I was like... Alrighty. <laughs> it sure did make a big deal. I mean, a pretty big fuss for somebody who's. It's not like this is the first time she's been naked anywhere. You know. Yeah, I mean, this totally, this totally is her first time being naked. Everybody's making a fuss about it. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, it was like a reboot for. Her. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you know, a fresh start. Yeah. I, I tell you, I'd rather see her ass than Chelsea Handler's. <laughs> that was pretty funny I like that too. Chelsea keeps doing that though. Nah, that was pretty funny. It, it was funny, and then I saw it. I was like, "Oh, why did I click on this?" <laughs> <laughs> I like that about her though. That she doesn't mind, you know, just showing. Because it didn't look that great, but why not? I was thinking about doing it all for fun. My favorite was the uh, the parody of the Kim K photo, but it was. Uh, uh, Bojack Horseman, the the cartoon character. That, that was hilarious too. You, know, so, you have to search that one. So, are you are you excited about the uh, show on Netflix next year? Yeah, you know I saw that. Um, I think it's cool that uh, Netflix is like tackling those and stuff. Like they're starting to put a lot of cool stuff. Like I've been actually. I've been getting into um, watching like uh, Gotham and Flash lately. Like, oh, yes. And uh, but yeah, that's kind of cool that they're jumping in and doing that. I enjoy stuff like yeah. that. I like watching those. Yeah, so, so do I. And I think I think Netflix is a perfect platform for for the characters that they're putting on there, like uh, you know Iron Fist and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, and then and have those guys team up and beat the Defenders, and then. 
you know, we'll also, you'll you'll get these characters in the the Marvel Cinematic Universe eventually. But you know, a guy like Daredevil, give me thirteen episodes on Netflix. That's that's perfect. Even even the same thing with Punisher. Uh, I think Punisher would work perfectly on on a, a, a platform like Netflix as well. That way, you could get them out there to you know mass audience, and you don't have to try to rush and tell the stories. You could you know let them build and cultivate and, and tell really compelling stories, and then you know bring these guys into the fold for the big events like you know the Infinity War because it did that was going to be involved in that. So is Luke Cage and all those other guys. And this way you can get them out there and not have to worry about trying to put a movie together and wondering if audiences are going to go see it. Yeah, for sure. I like, um, I like too how, like, uh, if you watch, like, um, like Flash specifically, but they introduce uh, characters from, like, Green Arrow and stuff like that. Yeah. the Flash show. Like, they keep mixing characters and stuff. Like, like everybody lives in the same world, you know? So far, the Flash has been my favorite new show of the season. I was I was a little worried about it, but even the pilot was it, it was a really strong pilot, really well written. Uh, the the cast is, is solid. That you know, there's some cheese to it, but it's not to the point where I'm like, oh god. I I really really like like the Flash and look forward to you know the, the continual crossover with Arrow because Arrow is just a badass show. Yeah, are they? No, Flash is still on, right? Because I've been watching it on Hulu, and they haven't refreshed episodes in a while. Yeah, so it, like, it's still on. They, they just showed an episode, a new episode on Tuesday. Okay, I'll have to keep watching for it because they haven't. I've just been strictly watching it on Hulu, and they haven't added any yeah. episodes yet. You know, I, I downloaded that CW app just so I can watch Flash and Arrow if I'm not at home or near my computer or anything, and I can whip it out on the the phone or the, the tablet. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you got to whip it out on the tablet. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, man, sometimes you just got to whip it out and lay it on the table. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Awesome. Well, we got, uh, we're just about uh, ready to take a break here. I was just reading an article. I guess they found a unicorn skull in Slovenia. Oh. oh. What the fuck? Unicorn. <laughs> the headline says, Bizarre Deformed Unicorn Skull Found in Slovenia. This is on uh, I Love Science. But it says, unfortunately, it's not a real unicorn skull. It's some sort of deer known to have de- uh, antler deformities. <laughs> but it sure looks like a unicorn skull to me. Look at this. Oh. Yeah, that looks like a, I bet that was cool when it was alive. It does. It does look like a. Yeah, it does look like a unicorn skull. Did you ever watch? Uh, speaking of geeky stuff, did you watch a lot of geeky movies when you were a kid? I did. Yeah, I mean, my mom, like once again, thanks to my mom, you know, I got my first comic book from my mom. You know, I, I saw my first my sci-fi movie with my mom. So, like, sci-fi nerd culture was a part of my upbringing. What? Uh, what what were your favorites when you were a kid? What do you remember? Because I like, I'll give you an example. Uh, there was a Tom Cruise movie. I think he was in it, The Last Unicorn. I don't know if you ever saw that, but uh, was he in there? I think he was, and it was really good when I was a kid. But it's one that I won't watch now because I've learned my lesson from watching movies that I liked when I was a kid now. Because it's better to remember a lot of those as my kid memories because they're horrible now. Like, uh, and some people get mad at me for saying this, but The Dark Crystal is really a bad movie. 
I was standing in line with Raj from What's Happening. He was like, I got to meet Adam West and Barry Ward. <laughs> you, you're signing here. You should, shouldn't you just go to meet him in the green room? <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool, man. Well, thanks for calling in, and uh, we'll definitely have to have you back. Oh, thank you guys for having me, man. I definitely look forward to it. I appreciate it. All right, cool. We'll talk to you later. All right, man. See you tomorrow, dude. Backwards Brown, everybody. Nice. I play my uh, applause sound effect, but uh, they're on my iPad and it's not plugged in. So um, let's take a break. I'm going to play some. We have some music here from uh, Irish Fest. Mm. That uh, one of these, our very own Chief Cook and Bottle Washer, Yuri Rashkin, played. I'm not sure which one, though. Um, but I'll tell you what, I don't know about you guys, but the way I like to listen to my Irish music is when it's played by a Russian guy. <laughs> Are you guys in the same boat as me? Obviously. But <laughs> Obviously. All right, I'll just pick one. Um, I'm going to pick this one because I like the name of it, and it is the longest one. But this one's called The Water in the Wide. So uh, James will come here radio. Omic Podcast. We'll be right back with comedian Tyrone Davis. Ooh. Give me 